You're listening to the Talking Tough Podcast. Creating tough minds for fitness, nutrition, and business. With your hosts, Rob Foster and Josh Phelps. Sun is shining, weather is sweet. Is that good? How good is that? Yeah, it's a good intro. Thank you. Um, Sweet sunshine makes me feel vibrant. Spring is here. Spring is sprung. We've got Mm. the sun. It's a little bit chilly. A little bit. It's still a little bit frosty in the mornings, but sun shining and uh, what what energy does that bring? How much you know? Better is everyone feeling? You take that every day when you're waking up to to blue skies and. Warmth, foggy actually, early early door was foggy, but it was um, you knew you knew the sun was coming, and that's that's good enough for me, mm. right? In the weekend, you get more jobs done, everyone's in good space, everyone's feeling more positive. Last week was a really good week. Um, obviously, opening the gyms again is huge for us. We know that we've talked about that a million times because it's pretty much a lot of where the focus was at. But just everybody's energy from even those who haven't seen and connecting with and um, socialised for the first time on Saturday. That was really cool, um, odd, a little bit, but then not after a short while. Time flew. Everyone was just... Well, the funny thing is, after sort of lockdown, is people going, all oh, right, yeah, cool, so haven't seen you for about a year, what's going on? Then you'll be like, um... And then you're like, oh, yeah, that, yeah well, I've had a child. That's quite a big thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, you had a child. Yeah, oh, well, I moved out, I've had a new job. I've got... And all sorts of huge, like, life events have just gone by the wayside almost. And, uh, mm. but... Almost your regular day chat just wasn't like coming out because people aren't doing as much in terms of socialising. But really, really cool to get out there. First point of Guinness. Um, I think you sung a Guinness, didn't you, at the weekend mm. as well? Yeah, 19th hole. 19th hole, the old yeah, golf course. Old oh, still not getting out there. I want to get out there. That's planned in. I've done about, I think about, about three rounds. So oh, it's good. It's, um, but the energy that everyone's bringing and getting just from external things, and this is where we talk about the importance of what we... I suppose digest what we, you know, what our inputs are on a daily basis. Whether the sun's there, obviously, the sun's an absolute blessing and a gift, and for everything it does that, and it does. People just feel differently, wake up differently, we move differently, we go outside, we get more fresh air. One of the key factors I put to, to the, the tailored coaches guys is said, no matter what you do, it doesn't have to be walking, doesn't, but just get thirty minutes of that sunlight. Okay, it might be chilly, as I said, you might have to put a coat on, but get outside, absorb that because you're going to feel different. Daily doing that is huge. It's a big shift. That's why you know there's uh, there's an element of I'd love to be in a warmer climate, possibly in the future. We'll see. But it doesn't always have to be super sunny and hot and warm. But being out in the fresh air has been really really good, and it just shifts and lifts people. And that's what I thoroughly enjoyed seeing around people and and people's attitude towards everything seeming to be mm. more positive. So I think looking at what we they say consume daily uh, and what our environment's like is, is hugely important we've talked about that so many times and what you do expose yourself to uh, the sunlight obviously being something with is very you know uh, prevalent right now but other things that you open yourself up to 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 become more energetic to de-stress to be more resilient to take on you know and i suppose take on different things are thrown at us daily because it happens we always mm. get those things thrown at you um, but it's, it's about how you prep and set yourself if you're in a rocky uh, boat to start with and then a big wave comes along you know you're, you're going to get knocked even further or quicker over you know if you've got a bit of something secure around you've got a bit of an anchor down then you've got half a chance but that's where you know the mornings we talk about the power of the morning getting things done early doors getting yourself ready set you talk about cold showers regularly 
Um, just having uh, Sunday set up is one of the things I say we do with the TED coaches as well. We're getting things planned ahead of the week. And people just find themselves in such a different space Monday morning by just getting that plan and then uh, uh, being exposed to, to other things. Mm. You say, um, using that analogy of the boat, obviously we, I used to work in boats a little bit um, in the Marines. Bit and then, uh, yeah, they, you likely fall in at some point, I suppose. So you have to practice capsize drills. So going off that analogy, you got, yes, you will probably go off track. You'll fall out, you'll, you fall out of the boat, you'll, you'll capsize. But having a drill to get back on, uh, back in, um, is obviously needed. Otherwise, you'll stay bobbing around in the water and, and have no boat, right? So uh, we've probably capsized a little bit in terms of what we've had to, well, we've been able to do the last sort of few weeks, really. Um, Content-wise, we were, we were putting out quite a lot across many platforms. And then that slowed right down because we took a focus of getting the gyms back set up. And, and it actually took quite a lot of work. It's not just a case of cleaning a little bit and then opening the door. Hey, welcome back. It's actually taking quite a lot. We're getting loads of inquiries, which is great, but it's taking time and energy. And we want to get back to almost, well, we actually want to do it all. That's it. We've probably oversubscribed ourselves a bit, but we want to do it all. And we've got to just try and get a plan and a structure back in place for ourselves to do that. Um, so we feel, yeah, we feel it firsthand, uh, what everyone else struggles with maybe nutritionally and fitness-wise. Yeah, we feel it in, in business, in, in the day-to-day as well. So it's this, yeah, you're not alone. As you say, jumping out, you know, part of what you did, I don't know if you ever, I don't know, actually, this is a genuine question. Did you, did you, I'm assuming it didn't ever get capsized or, you know, the boat you were on, but you practiced jumping in numerous uh, no, times. No, no, well, yeah, I mean, luckily not. Oh, no, actually, um, it sounds like you should be, you know, it should be quite a professional outfit, you know, the Marines, but things happen. <laughs> And, and you know, you're out on a rigid, you know, inflatable um, boat, and it, it sometimes it goes down, deflates. So I've been in one in uh, in Senegalese sort of swamp area, and it's, it's starting to sink. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds the, horrendous, the, by the way. The, there's a, swamp, there's just a, saying swamp area, like there's a branch of the Marines that you know the the landing craft and they they basically pilot all the boats and the and the crafts and stuff. And the guy's like, oh, uh, I'm a bit of a problem there. We're taking on water. Like, uh, we shouldn't be taking on water. We're in a, with a boat. Yeah, that should be on the water, not in the water. Um, but so you've got to learn. I mean, actually, in that type of environment, it was probably up to your, your shoulders. So, but it was, yeah, you didn't, you didn't want to sink in it, really, basically. Um, but yeah, we had practiced it in the sea. So you'd actually jump out the boat as, a, as a, someone who could swim under, hang on the inside. Everyone else would climb up, flip it over, and then the bloke in the inside would help everyone back in. So there's drills that you do to do that. Obviously, I've been in uh, bigger boats and ships. One um, slightly, I suppose you could probably liken it to the ones on Saving Private Ryan or something with the ramp, right? Um, that was taken on water before. We actually woke up because we were getting our heads down in it and it's like, getting wet here? What the? <laughs> no, uh, I see that. Yeah, and then, the panic. Imagine if you're not prepared for these things. Imagine if you, wait, imagine if they, obviously, you, well, it sounds obvious. It was dark, but, by the way, as well. Oh, sorry. I yeah, pop there. Pop there. And uh, yeah, you're kind of not prepared really because you just all you're thinking about is oh they've got a beach assault coming in or whatever. So um, get about it's going to be about a 45 minute insertion. Okay, right, get your head down. Hmm, it's water here. Shouldn't be water. Should be dry. And then yeah, the, the LC, he probably can't hear anything or see anything. He's just cracking along, like taking on water, mate. So you have to get <laughs> yeah. There's little things like that happen, which I've no, I don't think. Um, 
I don't know. It could have happened. It could have. There probably has been times when craft has sunk and well, that's how to jump there's out. Reasons and you practice this thing, practice right? the drills that you've done. But because yeah, probably getting on. And, and doing these things and, and having the confidence or that, as you say, when it does occur, doesn't mean you're not going to be shocked by it or, or, or taken back by it. It's still going to hit you, but then having the confidence to know what to do. And obviously we're going to relate this to all, all the things we work with and people and having that mindset of preparation and, and if this happens or when this happens, I do this. And that's a, a drill I almost do <laughs> with, with guys. And, you know, oh, well, one of the, the females I'm working with at the moment is like, right, I've got two kids. I've got a, a husband who often doesn't come back at a set time and there's something that will happen. And, you know, I really want to make changes, but I find it so hard because always I have a, a plan or I've tried a plan and it's so hard to stick to because things always are constantly coming up. And then that's when I break down. I said, all right, so I said, what's the plan B as such or, or a separate you know, if this happens, what do you go to? Do you have backup meals? You know, people talk about, uh, so we've talked about microwave meals and things like that in the past, but if they're just there as a backup and you're trying to do your own thing, you know, she said, it's always easy because if I'm struggling, I can chuck, I think it was like nuggets, chips, uh, you know, beans on. She said, I know it's not great for my kids. And I said, listen, no one's judging you here. I think I grew up on Frosties and chicken dippers, not mm. together. That's weird. But it was pretty beige looking. Uh, and I managed to get into some all right sort of health because I was taught the, the right habits as well. And, and then also was interested in some of the, the right habits. But going back to where she was at, she was like, yeah, but then I end up having the pizza or the dippers or the, or, or the whatever it be. And I said, yeah, but if you had something that was more beneficial just there, even if it was a, a microwave meal, which once again, yes, there's obviously it's not perfect, but this is, you know, life unfortunately isn't always perfect in the set of, you know, doing that. Um, let, let's have that about. And if you're going to have the go-to snacks, have those little carrot sticks kicking around because it's a, it's a real common thing for people to do when they're waiting. But they're almost going through the, if that happens, this is what I do, and, and practice that sort of drill and, you know, go yeah, through the, the worst case scenario as such. But having that plan, if not, what does happen is, say, you go for the dippers, you go for that because it's food versus no food and mm. you need it, you're hungry. And what do you do whilst you're waiting for that to cook? You go and grab crisps and all those kids maybe foods is that, and that's often what I hear oh yeah I go to the kids cupboard and I'm like is it the kids cupboard or well, how often do you visit that cupboard it's well the snacks and trees yeah exactly it's just right. basically the food that you probably shouldn't be eating or you think is that or you shouldn't be eating but you do anyway because it's there and, that, and that's another uh, say fault as such possibly but not always because once again you, you will have foods around there for other people and when you're on a nutrition plan or a diet or whatever you want to call it there's other people to consider and I we go through the whole, right, okay, if that happens, then we can go to here. Uh, and, and then we've got a decision, we've got a plan, and we're not so thrown off by it. It's not such a, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm completely off plan now. And like we say time and time again, just throw it all out the window, give up. I've had four bad days, it's all gone wrong, whatever. Um, but that whole, as you say, listening to you, you talking about, you know, being in a semi, you know, if that, you put me there now, right? And I'm like, right, okay, well, we, I'm under, you know, I'm at the bottom of a ship or whatever, water's there, I'm laying in the bunk. I'm, I'm getting on my I'm flapping, you know, I'm running over, I'm making more panic. I'm creating all sorts of my own waves, you know, I'm I'm causing disaster under there. I'm not the person you need under there, but I'm not trained for it. You know, and if I had been trained for it, um another analogy would be uh trying some different fighting things. You know, if you've if you've been if you've never been punched in the face before, right? It's like, whoa, that's a huge, like, it's game over pretty much because you, you're completely taken back. You know, people, you hear people on the sidelines talking about boxing all the time. It always makes me laugh when a, a big fight comes up and everyone's like, everyone's, you know, Muhammad Ali on the sidelines. Oh, well, I'd have done that and oh, I'd have done this. Oh, wow, stupid. 
you know, all these plans, uh, Mike Tyson, I think, said, it, you know, is, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face and then it's game over. It's like, right, okay. But obviously, the more you do take a punch to the face or whatever, um, you, you become more aware of how to react, how to move and what to do. I have never learned. I just get punched in the face and, you know, just go all over the shop. So, but there is... Um, plans to to whatever it may be uh, and it's about practicing and getting things focused and, and what we talk about is that sort of setup in the day is what you consume and what you plan and what you get ahead in, of the game on a Sunday night my Sunday night setup gets me planned for the weekend I know uh, you know I'm a hundred times more productive when I do that and when I stick to the plan when it can be but once again that's usually factored on did Hazel sleep well she did she slept fantastically last night I end up six o'clock getting up and I felt pretty refreshed, which meant that actually my plan is going ahead. And in fact, I'm almost ahead of the game in some respects. And we're talking about how we can look back to getting back to the other things because, you know, all the other factors and all the other things I'm meant to be doing have been taking place. And now we've created time and space, uh, which if I hadn't have got in, ahead in that plan, I'd be chasing myself a little bit or, or flapping and be like, oh, right, I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that out of control. One of the guys I spoke to this morning with Monday check-in, actually called me up and that's not part of the program all the time but he wants to change direction for for a few reasons and that's cool once again change direction is fine if if it's the right thing he asked for my professional advice he said i want to look at this now as a goal how do we reverse engineer it well that's what i said to him we can reverse engineer it rather than just going right i need to be there step by step took back look back and yeah, his first thing was like mate uh, i know it's a monday morning and i know you probably got loads on do you ever get stressed I was like, yeah, I'll get stressed. You know, listen, I've probably had the most stressful year of my life. But I have also look at when that, that's, that's, you know, when things come up that are unexpected or are really hard to deal with. But if it's just my regular Monday morning and I'm always waking up stressed, it's like, well, that's, that's, that's probably on me, really, because I obviously haven't got prepared or, you know, unless something really drastically come up. Nothing drastically went out of plan yeah. today. So why should I be stressed? If I'm waking up stressed or anxious every single morning and it's not from something being chucked in you know that shouldn't be there it's unexpected if it's just a regular Monday morning as such and I'm going to do my job or do whatever I'm going to do and I'm waking up stressed and anxious then I need to look at everything else it's something to do with my environment um, people also pick up on that stress so say you, you are training a client or you even just speaking to people on the phone or zoom or whatever or in person they'll they'll pick up on that and you're like wow he seems a bit highly strung today or whatever or you're like yeah, just like don't maybe listen to someone else. You, you know, if you're stressed, you might have your your own narrative flying through your head and your thoughts and stuff, and you're not actually absorbing what someone else is sort of saying. And list, you know, you're not listening to them. You just you're there, but not all there. If that makes sense. So, yeah, being being calmer, especially in our sort of uh, working environment, having that empathetic side and listening to people and and seeing how they come into the gym or how they're how they're sort of dealing with their own. Well, we are basically coaches, you know, life coaches in a way, uh, because people don't just come for fitness. They don't just come for nutrition. They come for the mindset side. They come for the stress relief of like having someone else to load their problems on. <laughs> yeah, as, as bad as that sounds, that's what people love to do. And that's, that's kind of what we do. Isn't well, it? we met with the guys, as I said, Saturday, and we caught up and we were all talking lots of, about all sorts of things. Well, about three of them, four of them, sorry, were on a real base plan of mine. And it's hard when it comes to friends, and I think everyone's got that when they're a tradie or whatever. And this is actually the first time they've ever really called upon, I suppose, my advice as such. 
Uh, and anyway, done six weeks, done program. Uh, unbelievable. They did so, so well, but they did it because they were kind of in a small group with each other. We're on a little WhatsApp group, our normal uh, sort of WhatsApp group where we're giving each other a bit of banter, whatever. But it was actually, oh, can I do this? What's the, this? And so did a real base plan with them. Didn't go into huge, huge, huge depth, depth with them because there's also an element of, uh, which, which made me smile, some of them will ask for the more in-depth side mentally uh, and ask questions about that and are genuinely intrigued but there's no way you're putting that on the group program right you you put you step out into you know like for a lot of these guys they're like ah oh, that's something i can pull them up on later and you're like oh so they don't so they ask me on a, on a separate chat which is great because i am very much from a professional standpoint always if it's a friend if it's a, a family member if it's a complete stranger you know i understand that there's there are struggles we all have them right and it's hard and if i can and then one of them sort of said, quite openly in front of all the guys, bear in mind we've all had a beer, he went, mate, when you said about that, it's like, really, like, really helped me. Um, and a couple of others popped up and went, oh, yeah, I, I sort of asked that question. That was quite good. And um, then the next question was, you know, what do you, you know, what courses have you done for that? And I said, I said I've got to be honest with you, I kind of feel like a bit of a, it's an imposter syndrome, where, you know, I kind of feel like sometimes I'm a bit of a, not a fraud, I'd like not to think of fraud would be the right word, but... I couldn't, I couldn't say you've got a, a qualification as such for it. Um, I suppose just looking, learning, understanding, listening, always always being the student is mm. probably my biggest piece of advice. And uh, yeah. I pulled up a book that I'd read, and one of the other guys had read it. He's like, oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah, that's Kobe Bryant's coach. That's, uh, you know, oh, really, really good. Um, and I was like, that's one part that I pulled from, say, there. And you just take little bits from lots of different people and different approaches and see what works for certain people. And some things work for others. You know, that I think as I told you about one of the guys working with who has been through, and he said through, a course to help him with his uh, mental health. But he said, but that's exactly how it felt. I felt like I was getting taken step by step by step by step by step. Hmm. And he said a couple of weeks in, I just felt like I was not on the right path. But there was, this is the path. He said, you know, you have to stick with it. And... There is an element of sticking with the process to get you to a result sometimes, but not everyone's got the same process, especially when it comes to uh, mental health. But I'm not qualified to take him on as a you know client from, uh, I suppose, a mental health perspective, but I can certainly share what I've done and practices I've done and things. And he's really enjoying some of those because it's not, as I say, it's not uh, one sort of way to, to fix it. It's mm. a, oh, we tried that. Does that work? Yeah, cool. I like that. Did you do this? Yeah, that's not really my thing. Cool. All right. Here's another thing. So the guys were sort of like, what, what course have you done? I said, I'm almost tempted to go and do some, I suppose, ticking box course just so someone can go, all oh, right, yeah, he's got that qualification in it. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. No, I mean, I is think, it, um, I mean it, sometimes you feel like you have to. Surely just uh, you know, a good coach or mentor or whatever, someone who just knows a little bit more than you really in, the, in what you want to... No, they, mate, there's no can... way they're admitting that. There's no way they're admitting that. <laughs> they need a qualification. Otherwise they're like, oh yeah, you just know a little bit more about it than me. No <laughs> way. My mate's like, you don't know anything more than us. I'm not having that at all. Nah, you're sacked. Um, get, get rid of him. Because, uh, yeah, what does that, what does a qualification do? Piece of paper, isn't it really? You could, you could um, we're in a, you know, abundance of information sort of stage of, of uh, evolution really. And now we can learn anything in an instant pretty much. You can you can do there's condensed courses on anything um, now like things that are too long you're like why is it too, why is it that long why is it nothing needs to be that much that that in depth to be that long so when I can learn the language in whatever you know, I, don't know. I want to be a doctor in two weeks for sure yeah no I mean yeah. <laughs> but there's certain things obviously yeah, yeah in you go yeah. 
But we, 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 as you say, we, we talk about this, and, and there is a, a, an element of I want this now sort of attitude, which isn't always great. Experience doesn't always mean great things as well, because I, I've come across a way, and I've spoken to people who are definitely probably more experienced in certain elements of life, should I say, who won't listen to you because you're younger, or they feel like they've got more experience in a, in a, in a, in a certain field, for instance. And it's so hard then to get past that. It actually works against them. Um, and that's why I said a minute ago, always be a student, no matter how old you are. Like, listen, I'll learn from everybody and anybody. When we take on new PTs and new coaches, the first thing I say to them is, there's a lot I can learn from you, no doubt. And I'd like to think, hopefully, I can share some of my knowledge with you on this process. So as a team, we develop as a, as a coach or as a leader. There's a lot more to be learned for myself personally, I think, to becoming a better leader versus... What you know, and I think a leader and a co- they're all different things and they're all titles. And I, I say, I don't even know what kind of we fall into sometimes. You know, some people will call me their counselor in the nicest way because they just chat my ear off and offload, as you said, offload their dump their shit on us basically. And that's cool. And I absolutely love that because they get if well, they feel better after the, the session or whatever. That's yeah, it. If, that, if that's they feel the more positive, fantastic. So, what are we getting back to is look at the things that you can input that are positive that bring you good things like we talked about the sun initially first thing uh, i always talk about my uh what do i call it the, the driving university because i listen to my audio books and listen to people uh, on the way in podcasts because uh, it gives me sort of 20 minutes at least a day of just absorbing fresh information try not to look at my emails until we get to uh, work as such look at then writing down some of the things that i've maybe taken in um and Try to listen as you're going to teach is probably one of the little tips I, I do as well. And rather than just going, oh, I need to do that, it's like, right, okay, if I was going to have to try and explain this to someone, that's why I've probably got some of the worst written content out there because I'm like, right, how would I learn? <laughs> and mm-hmm. if I'm honest with you, probably, you know, you know, not in the greatest way because, it, you know, I wouldn't say I was the best uh, student in the world, but we all learn differently. And it's about sharing how I've absorbed it. And maybe that helps somebody. Um, sometimes it, it does, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes people want a lot more knowledge, uh, more in-depth science behind it. Some people like just hearing, well, I've tried this and I've done that and this is why it works. And, you know, do I need to go through all the neurological pathways and, you know, uh, neurotransmitters of, of all the different depths of signaling to your brain? And people, half the time, people are like, see you later. I just, what, what do I need to do to get what result? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of fine as well, right? Um, so look at what you're absorbing and doing. Uh, look at how you can share. Say because that you know teaching and sharing and helping others is a, is a brilliant thing. Uh, and be an open mind minded uh, always because you say this as you say we're in an abundance of knowledge uh, an area where we can learn so so much. And there's probably people out there who are learning completely different things to you, who, who are taking action on something, and they can probably teach you things that they've been learning. And brilliant, why not? Who's to know who's doing what in the background? Really, you know. I think some of the times. Although they did call me out saying, oh, yeah, you, you're going to end up in what they call one of the cheesy groups, which makes me giggle. Like, I don't even know this is a thing, right? But they, they see there's like a certain group of people on their social media, possibly in our area, who they see as like cheesy people because they're posting positive things mm. and all this. So, yeah, there is an element of a fear of putting things out there that I get. Um, but it's not real fear. It's not real, you know, it's not like... There's the old school, you know, I'm going to get chased or hunted down by the saber-toothed tiger sort of fear people talk about. You know, it, it's 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 like a fake fear. It's like, oh, What's the, uh, yeah, what oh, is, what is yeah, the oh I don't like your post. Oh, you, you're going to look silly. You sound like this. You sound like you're trying to be that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no. Because 
actually, I've shared things with you that have really helped you that you would probably class as cheesy or, or whatever. Um, and actually, when it suits you, it's good. And when it doesn't, it's something you can take the mickey out of. But you have to kind of, you know, I suppose you have to kind of take that on the chin a little bit. You know, you're going to get that from your mates and from whoever. And there's not all, not everyone's going to be open to it. Not everyone's going to want to hear what you're saying. But as I, I think we've got to a point now where you realise that actually, if it helps ten people out of the two, three hundred friends on Facebook or whatever it is there, brilliant, happy days. I've helped ten people versus well, one person really. Uh, and if I'm going to get 10 silly comments back then fine I'll deal with the 10 comments because let's be honest you, 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 we've all had that all our lives about any any what way you go about doing things um, yeah people can always uh, unfollow or not listen not cho- yeah, choose to not listen or unfollow you anyway so you can just be like well yeah if I put something out you don't want to read it don't, don't read it but you don't have to tell me you don't like it um, I would yeah. like to uh, you know I would like people to I suppose try and help more people as much as they could in, in any way shape or form realise their potential realise how you know um, how powerful they can be and influential they can be because there's so many things to say we can we can teach each other and learn from each other if we're open to do it and we could sort of just drop the mask but there's a lot of people who won't share things you know if you've been through something really tough really challenging and, and you found something that's been beneficial to you helping other people let you know you, you can look to those people can absorb that as you say and it might be helping someone i think that's a really really cool thing we're going to be looking at doing a bit of a uh, mental fitness month as such uh, hopefully in may i'm kind of putting that out there and putting you on the spot a little bit here i suppose rob but where we're just going to keep trying to put out a daily possibly task which could be psychological could be physical we've done something like this in the past with our members and it, you know it, they're small things remember these aren't crazy things these aren't hour-long meditations daily they're not you know climbing to a top of a mountain to you know take 10 deep breaths in of the fresh air or whatever you think you might have to do jumping into a cold lake it doesn't have to be as advanced as that if you've got the ability to do that and you want to do that happy days but for most of us, it's not going to happen like that. So uh, we will be going through doing that sort of stuff to hopefully help you think about some of the input you're putting in. Because remember, our mental fitness is just as important as our physical, but there is a huge crossover, a uh, huge overlap. And, you know, that's what we're trying to get yeah. out there. Some will probably say that being more mentally fit, you it's easier to become physically fit because you've got a, a different mindset on actually wanting to do things. So you'll eat better and it'll all kind of snowball in the, the right way. Um with each sort of nutrition and physical exercise all just complementing each other. Yeah, mental fitness may. Yeah, mental fitness Yeah, mental fitness may, we'll call it. So uh, mental fitness may, if you want to be a part of that, or if you know anyone that might benefit from just having some, I suppose, some little positive things about and, and something to share, something to do, little action steps on a daily basis, um, get involved, follow the page, do whatever we need to do. We'll put some more stuff out about that. We're kind of being held accountable now to do that, which is a good thing, like any goal, putting it out there, making it a must is something that we um, want to do. Luckily, we've done a lot of the work before. So it's kind of uh, a bit of a repurpose and, and um, yeah, flip it around and make it fresh and, and more more relevant now, I suppose, because it was done back in when lockdown was uh, was happening. Um, but people said it was a bit like life coaching, which is which is pretty great from uh, just a, a, d- a couple of daily posts that we were putting into to a group. So, yeah, I think it actually can be quite powerful and the, the simpler, the better, because sometimes with it all, it's like anything, uh, yeah, taking action, isn't it? If something will actually stop you from doing it. That's it. If you can take action on it and it's simple enough, you'll do it. If it's mm. too complicated to try and impress people, people probably won't do it and probably won't get anything out of it. So, as always, keeping it simple, keeping it fresh. Mental Fitness Month for May. Get involved and we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.